For the kingdom of God is not the matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Then the Bible says that, first of all, the kingdom of God is not the matter of eating and drinking. The reason why Apostle Paul is saying that for the kingdom of God is not the matter of eating and drinking. It was because from verse number one, he was addressing the matter of uh, which related to food. He was relating, he was talking about the matter which is talking about eating of food. That um, there are some of the people who they think they are eating and they are drinking affects their faith. Okay, what I want to do, I will go a bit to the beginning of Romans chapter 14 so that we can recap and understand what was happening all together. Let us go to verse number number two of Romans chapter 14. One person's faith allowed them to eat anything, but the other whose faith is weak eat only vegetables. The other the uh, one who eats anything must not treat with contempt the one who does not. And the one who does not eat everything must not judge the one who does. For God accepted them. Hallelujah. Amen. Then the Bible is talking about two groups of the people. This group of the people they think they are justified by eating certain food. And in this um, group of other people, they think, okay, um, they can eat everything they want to eat. And now Apostle saying, Paul is saying that the difference between the two groups of the people will only be their faith. Even though in the Old Testament point of view, there were certain food which were not to be eaten. It was stipulated very clear in the Old Testament, in the law, that don't eat this food, eat this food, don't eat this food, eat this food. But now in the New Testament, Apostle Paul is saying that whether you eat this food or eat this food, it won't make you any holier. Hallelujah. Amen. It will depend, he is saying that it will depend on your faith. But the Bible is saying that even to that person who have got faith, they must they must not try to eat the food that um, will be offending to another one. Hallelujah. Amen. Then now, okay, you see now, that loudspeaker, that's what is bringing those echoes and those noises now. 
Verse number 17 says, that's why he's saying that for the kingdom of God is not the matter of, of eating and drinking. The kingdom of God is not about eating food. He's trying now to, to bring this thing to conclude. It's not a matter of eating food. One must not, we, we must not be focusing, he's trying to say that now, we must not be focusing on debating on which kind of food to eat, which not kind of food to eat. But, he says something. He said that if your brother, if, if there's a certain food, this food, by your faith you can eat it and nothing wrong will be wrong with you. But if the same food, it your brother or your sister get offended when it is eaten. For the sake of your brother, don't eat it. I don't know whether you agree what I'm saying. Amen. You are doing it for the sake of your brother whose faith is weak. Because he's saying that we are not justified by food we eat, but at the same time, when you are eating certain food, look on the faith of your brother, whether this person will be offended because you love your brother and don't want to offend your brother, don't eat it. It's a very, very hot potato, what I'm talking about here. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Yes, it's a very, very hot potato. Amen. Amen. I don't know how old you are in the things of the spirit, but let, let me try to go. For example, Apostle Paul, the Bible said that he, he gave an advice to Timothy. When he gave an advice to Timothy, one of the things that you have to do, because you, Timothy had a stomach problem, in which he was not praying for Timothy to be healed, he said that because of the stomach problem that you have, use a bit of wine, in which I don't know what kind of a wine is this, it is zero percent, how many, many percent, I don't know whether you hear what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. I talk about use a bit of wine for your stomach. You know, some brother, some people, when they hear about drinking of wine, hey, they get offended if somebody is eating, is drinking such kind of food. I don't know whether you hear what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. Then for the sake of somebody who's going to be offended with that and let be afraid, you who is walking in love, you must go like, no, we don't drink wine. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. We don't drink alcohol. You are doing it for the sake of what? Of your brother. Uh, that's why I said I don't want to talk a bit about it. Hallelujah. Amen. But what the Bible was talking about, I'm, I'm, like what we're doing, we're going through the word of God. Okay. For the kingdom of God is not the matter of eating or drinking, but the rush of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. 
Amen. It's a matter Amen. of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Then that means the kingdom of God, the things of the kingdom of God, what he's trying to say here is that the things of the, of the kingdom of God, the cornerstone in the kingdom of God, in the things of God, is the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is the cornerstone of the kingdom, of the things of what? Of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why when we say that you are in the kingdom or you are born again, you are born again in the spirit. You are not born again. We're not saying that you are born again in flesh. You are born again where? In the spirit and to live by the spirit, to be led by the spirit, to do everything by what? By the spirit. And it is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. It is the Holy Spirit who guide you, who must guide you. It is by the Holy Spirit who must lead you. It is the Holy Spirit who must be help you to walk in the things of God. Then that's why here he's saying that, but of righteousness. Righteousness is what you believe, what you receive when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Amen. End of peace, end of joy in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse number 18, because anyone who saved Christ is in this way, is pleasing to God and receive human's approval. Listen to this one very carefully. The Bible said that because everyone who saved Christ in this way is pleasing to God and received human approval. The Bible doesn't say that this person gets human approval first. First of all, he he must live and he must do everything to get what? God's approval. This is a Christian. I'm talking about a true Christian here. Hallelujah. When you are a child of the living God, the first approval you live to get, the first person to please is not man. It is God. One of the things that we have been called to do is is to live for God. We are called to live for God. We are called to please God. We are God pleasers. Before you please men, you are what? You are God's pleaser. But as you please God, secondly, you must, that's when you will get human beings what? Approval. Hallelujah. That means at the same time, you are not living, you are you are not living to step on other people's toes. You are not living to to hurt other people. Yet you are living unto God. You are living to please God. The activities that you are doing, they are there to worship God, to glorify God. And at the same time as you are worshiping God, praising God, pleasing God. At the same time as you are walking in love, you make sure that your brother and sister is not hurt. 
You are not, you are trying to not also to do what? To hate your brothers and sisters. Let me tell you this. And your first brothers and sisters is not those who are in the world. Your first brothers and sisters as what? Even those who are in Christ. Like what we're talking about. Everybody in Christ, they are not in the same level. They are not in the same age. There are different ages in Christ. There are different levels in Christ. But as Christian, we must check that our activities do not hurt each other. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You don't do the things that will disturb other person's faith. You don't do the things that will disturb other person's faith. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Hey, we must not define a brother saying that, hey, I can eat, I can drink anything. Now you are drinking, this brother is drinking alcohol. And now is disturbing other people's faith because they have been indulging in alcohol. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, before before we, we, we go back to what you are talking about, let us go to verse number 23. The Bible says that, but whoever doubt is condemned if they eat because their eating is not of faith and everything that does not come from faith is sin anything the bible says that which is not coming from faith is what it is sin amen hallelujah amen everything which is not coming from faith Amen. When we're talking about this, I want to go back to the book of Romans chapter 10, verse number 17, where the Bible said that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Faith Amen. comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That means the, the, the real faith, it comes from God. And the word of God will stipulate what God's will is. The, the word of God will, will, will stipulate what God what God require now. That if you are not doing everything according to the word of God, whatever you are doing is not of faith. Whatever you do as a child of God, it must be in accordance to what the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. It must be according to the word of God. Whatever you are eating, it must be in accordance to what to the word of God. Then part of the word of God says that do not eat anything which is not your faith, which will even offend your brother. For the sake of your brother. Listen to me. That means there are certain things that we do for the sake of our brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. There are certain things that you do for the sake of your brothers and sisters in Christ. Checking your language for the sake of them. 
checking your action for the sake of them living a holy life living unto god in the same time you make sure that you don't offend every your brother and sister as you're doing what you are walking in love hallelujah in the same way where you don't expect them to do anything that will disturb your faith you don't do the same way you take care also of their faith you take care of their faith hallelujah Say fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Fire, yeah, 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 And um, mutual edification. That means it's, it's the same thing what I'm talking about. You are trying to be at peace with your brothers. You are trying to be at peace and find mutual understanding. Find principles of, of living this Christian life, of acting in this Christian life. To find mutual understanding, not to offend your brother and sister. Listen to this one. You know, in the Old Testament, it was a sin to eat pig, to eat pork. In the Old Testament, right? Uh, I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. In the Old Testament, it is sin to eat pork. It was not allowed. That's why the Bible said that in the men of Gadara, when that man was demon-possessed, those demons, 6,000 demons, they faced Jesus Christ. They said, Jesus Christ, please, you are, even though you are about to torment us, please don't take us out of Gadara. Don't take us out of Gadara. Just take us to the pigs. Take us to the pigs. We don't want to get out of Gadara because those were the principalities of Gadara. And the Bible said that Jesus Christ commanded those demons to get out of this man who was possessed by demons. And the demons went and entered the pigs. And all the pigs died. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because in Jewish custom and in the Old Testament, it was not allowed to eat a pig, to eat pork. It was not allowed. Then in the book of Acts, the Bible said that um, Apostle Peter had a, had a vision. When he had a vision, the Bible said that God showed that all animals which were regarded as unclean animals coming from heaven, when they were coming from heaven, he was told that kill and eat Peter, Prepare food and eat on this animal. This was in the vision. And the Bible said that Peter said that, no, I have not, I have not eaten anything which is unclean. I don't want to eat anything that is clean. Ever since I've been, I don't eat anything that the law does not require us to eat, which is called unclean. 
When that happened, it happened twice. And God said that, Peter, don't call anything that God has justified unclean. But this was not in physical. This was um, in the vision, telling him that Peter prepared to win the Gentiles. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Prepare to win Gentiles. But to Peter, I'm telling you, even though it was said, so the Bible said that even when he could go out with other apostles, when it was time to eat, he was not he, on his conscience because he was raised in a Jewish custom. He did not want to eat anything they called unclean. He anything which is called unclean. There, those food, I'm sure it's found in the Leviticus. He didn't want to eat them until one day because Apostle Paul, he was preaching to the Gentiles mostly. And the Gentiles, remember, they were not given all the law. They were told not to eat blood and not, not to eat blood and not to engage on a, on, on a sexual immorality. That's what they were told. Then when they were told, Apostle Paul, I'm sure he was eating all these unclean animals because uh, the Gentiles that he was associated with, they could eat anything as they could because they were not told not to, but they were told not to only not to eat blood, but they could eat everything. Then Peter, when there were some brethren coming from coming from Jerusalem who were Jews, Peter began to separate himself one day. And Apostle Paul said that, hey, why are you acting like this because you are seeing others? But Peter he knew himself that he was a Jew. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. He was following a Jewish custom. And let me tell you this. Even us, we are, you know, in following all the holiness, that's where we even adapt the, the full Old Testament. Hallelujah. Amen. We, we, we adapt it. Then I'm trying to say to food, even though if your faith allows you to eat certain food, eat, but don't eat food that will make your brother. Listen to me. This you will be doing it in the brotherly love. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Not because you can't eat. No. You can, you can, according to the word of God, you can eat. Hallelujah. Amen. As long as you're not eating animals with blood, that's what the, the Gentiles Christians were, were told. I'm sure in according to this food matter, many of you, it is becoming clear. It is becoming a bit or clear to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Because to some Christians, they will say, do I eat pork? Don't I eat pork? In the New Testament, you can eat pork. I don't know whether you hear what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. You can eat pork. Amen. As long as your faith allows you to eat pork, you can eat what? You can eat pork. Eat pork. But when you have got the brother who does not eat pork, do it in love. Hallelujah. Amen. 
protecting the faith of that brother who doesn't what who does not eat pork listen to this one remember how we are studying the bible we are studying the bible in such a way that this is the portion where we are supposed to read today that's why we are going through it hallelujah okay verse number 20 the bible says that do not destroy the work of god for the sake of food all food is clean but it is wrong for a person to eat anything that causes someone else to stumble that's what i'm saying that when you've got the brother now who will stumble to see you putting pork hey then for the sake of the brother the bible say that it is wrong for the person to eat anything that will cause someone to stumble but if you are doing it on faith and you are eating it along that pork eat that pork there's not that's why that's what the Bible says. all food is what it's clean hallelujah mm. all food the bible said that it is clean but don't eat those food that will cause your brother to stumble amen to protect what your brother hallelujah Amen. you know I'm somebody who, when I'm teaching about the Bible, I will say exactly what the Bible is saying. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm saying exactly what, what the Bible is saying. Amen. Verse number 22. Whatever you believe about these things, keep, keep between yourself and God. Blessed is the one who don't condemn himself by what he approves then that's why i'm saying to you if now you approve of eating pork okay, eat pork but don't eat it where you're gonna cause your brother to do what to stumble that's what the bible is saying hallelujah hallelujah but if your faith and allows you to enjoy pork what eat pork but don't eat amen. it in front of your brother protect your brother amen amen because all food is clean the bible says but whoever doubts in condemned if they eat because their eating is not of faith and everything that that does not come from faith it is sin but if now you are you are cautious because you are full of the holy spirit and the holy spirit is your biggest law if when you are eating pork the holy ghost does not allow you to eat pork don't eat it i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying uh -huh. it's like when you're talking about drinking wine if the if when you hold that cup of wine and the holy spirit that said that this is sin don't drink wine don't drink alcohol i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying mm -hmm. because if you do it you are grieving the holy spirit whom you are still who is inside of you i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying amen amen the holy spirit 
is one of your greatest guider today. Listen to him. When he tells you what to do, do it. When he tells you what not to do, don't do it. Your conscience will be telling you that this is right. Your conscience sometimes will be telling you that this is wrong. This is right. Then when he tells you what is wrong, don't do it. When he tells you what is right, do it. He's there to help you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. You are cautious. Then that means seeing sometimes whether this is right, this is wrong, it will be the Spirit of God who will be telling you. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. It is the Holy Spirit which will be telling that this is right, this is wrong, because the Holy Spirit, know that, the Holy Spirit in you he is the author of the law. Listen Amen. to him. When you are doing what is wrong and he tells that whatever you are doing, when he's grieved, stop it. And if you are doing what is right according to the word of God, do it. I don't know whether you are here, I'm saying. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Say, I am full of the Holy Spirit. I am full, I am full of the Holy Spirit. I am led of the Holy Spirit. I am led of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Christianity, it is also the walk of the whole, where we walk with God in spirit. When you say that walking with God in spirit, being led of the Holy Spirit, listening to his guide, you, as a Christian, you must be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You must be sensitive. Amen. A Christian must be sensitive. You must be able to listen to the Holy Spirit. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. It's a problem if you cannot sense when God speaks to you or the Holy Spirit warns you. It is a problem. A real Christian, if you practice these things and you spend your time in the presence of God, listen to the word of God and pray the way we pray and we do everything the way you do, you will be able to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Then sometimes to some people, they can't listen when the Holy Spirit speaks because they are not sensitive to the Holy Spirit. They can't hear him. When they can't hear him, they don't know what is wrong. They don't know what is right. They are blind. They are blind. And they are dead. When they are blind, they are dead. They, they, I don't know on who is going to be their guide. Amen. Because the Holy Amen. Spirit is our guide. The Bible said that when the children of Israel they came out of Egypt, the Bible said that there was a cloud. During the day, the cloud, that cloud was covering them. At the same time, it was showing them direction. In the same way, that cloud during the night, it used to be changed to be pillar of fire. It was protecting them. It was showing them the way. It used to be their covering sheet. So the Holy Ghost is the same to us. He's here to protect us. He's here to teach us. 
He's here to help us to act. He's here to, 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 to be our direction. Amen. Many Christians are lost. Why are they lost? Because they have not surrendered and allowed the Holy Spirit to be the drivers of their life. The Holy Spirit Amen. must drive us. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. As He drives you, you will never go wrong with God because He is the best person who knows God more than anybody. He knows, he knows exactly what God wants to hear. He must help you to pray. He knows what, what is in the plan of God, even for, according for your life. According even what God said, this must happen tomorrow. He knows the schedule of tomorrow. He knows what is about to happen tonight. Then it's the best to align with him, to surrender to him. Not to lead he, to lead and he follow. He must lead. Amen. He must guide. Amen. He must control us. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'm telling you, let me tell you this. There are certain things that are, are not written in the word of God. They're not there because maybe of generation. For example, smoking of a cigarette. It is not in the Bible. But the Holy Spirit will be telling you that this is wrong. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You can't be smoking that kind of stuff. Don't smoke. Then when you listen to him, he won't, he will be showing, he will be telling that I don't like cigarettes. Even though there is no law that says that do not smoke already because of the Holy Spirit, you, it will be just wrong for you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Mm. It will be just wrong to you. He's guiding you. Whether it is in the Bible, you know what is right, you know what is wrong. By what? By the Holy Spirit. Then this, I'm giving an example to you. To know, if you want to know what is right, what is wrong, Follow the Holy Spirit is and is when you fellowship with him in prayer. When you fellowship with him, that he may take over you and he may guide us. And he may direct us. Otherwise, a Christian who is not guided and led by the Holy Spirit, that Christian most of the time is a lost Christian. They're lost. Because if you don't have direction, you become what? You become lost. Sometimes they are not allowing what God is allowing. They are allowing what the world is allowing. Then we don't justify things because of what the world is saying. We justify things because of what the word of God and what the Holy Spirit says. Amen. Hallelujah. We are not going to justify because, oh no, everybody is smoking. Ah, ah, not not everybody. What the Holy Ghost says to you. What does the Holy Spirit say? And after that, what does the word of God say? Oh, everybody is sleeping. Ah, yes, everybody might be sleeping. Not you. You are not everybody. You are the child of God. You are born again. You are full of the Holy Ghost. You are living to please God. You are not living to please people. Sometimes it's the time for fasting 
Everybody is like they are eating. It's not, you are not everybody. Everybody may be eating, Amen. but you are the child Amen. of the living God. Hallelujah. Amen. You listen to God. When he said that fast, you fast. And by that time, maybe you are in the conference or maybe you are in the wedding. You are in the party. Everybody is eating. And this food looks delicious. You say, no, the Holy Spirit said that I must fast. Hallelujah. You said the Holy Spirit said that I must fast there. It must my time to fast. Let them eat. I'm not everybody. Hallelujah. Everybody, they're drinking. They seem like they're enjoying. They say, no, Holy Spirit said, I must not drink. We must not be drunk with alcohol. We must be drunk of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You set yourself apart. As a Christian, you must do that. You must do what? You must separate yourself. Set yourself apart. You know, the Bible says that in the Old Testament, there was a, a, another person who will be selected now and then. And this person will be called a Nazarite. The Bible said that even Samson was a Nazarite. One of the criteria of a Nazarite was that his head must not be shaved. Another one, they must not drink alcohol at all. Because this one was a Nazarite who was chosen for God. And also today in our generation, the question is, are you chosen for God? You are here because you are chosen for God. Hallelujah. Amen. You are not a nobody. You are somebody special. That God wants to choose you to do great things in our generation, in your family, in different sectors. That's why you are setting yourself apart. Sometimes when other people are enjoying other things, they say, no. I'm reserving myself unto what? Unto God. Hallelujah. Amen. You reserve ourselves. Say, oh, Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit. Help me to reserve myself. Help me to reserve myself. Unto God. Unto God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let us begin to pray wherever you are. Mandala Bazum Torobusha. Ya <laughs> 
Not of God in my life, in my family, in my career, in our country, in our anything. Catch fire now! Catch fire now! Catch fire now! I command them. Come on. Ah. 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 In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Another thing as a Christian. Always remember that you are you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. You are carrying God. You can't just do anything. You are like a Nazarite. You are somebody who's carrying God. You cannot just live anyhow. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Then protect that Holy Spirit. As he's protecting you, protect him. Do what he likes. Live a holy life. Hallelujah. Amen. Is is anyone you are not feeling well tonight? Anybody like that? Amen. What is happening? Mama Dorcas, what is happening? Pains in the stomach, okay. Kenneth? Yes, uh, around the left side of my shoulders, I feel a little bit of heaviness. It's like there's something I want to yarn out, but I cannot yarn out. Say that again. Between my chest and my, my back shoulder, I feel uh, like a manifestation of something that I, 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 I want to yam out, but I can't, but I didn't yam out yet. When did you begin to feel this feeling? Uh, around earlier. What do you mean earlier? Around uh, four. Around, five. around four or five. Amen. 
Okay. Both of you just stand up right now. La cruz catabason talabahaya. Just breathe in and out five times heavily. Turn around three times, the pop God is falling on you there. What is happening there, Mama Dokas? Yes, and there in the stomach. Then in the stomach, what is happening? Are you sure? Yes, man of God. There is a sharp pain inside. When did that sharp pain start? It's three days from now. Hey, I, I, I'm used to, I don't speak to pain twice, yeah? <laughs> I'm so used to it. I don't speak to pain twice. What kind of a pain is this where I speak to and is doing what you want to do by my time? What's happening there? It comes and goes, man of God. What do you mean it comes and goes? I'm asking what are you feeling now? Right now I'm feeling dizzy, man of God. I'm, I'm not feeling hot. The dizziness and the hotness, that's power of God, but I'm asking about the pain. You are asking about the pain. Right yes. now, I don't feel anything. That's what I'm talking about. The dizziness, the hotness, that's power. But I'm talking about the pain. How can it stand? Because right that. Now I don't feel anything. Yes, because you are free. Amen. Because you are free to never come back. Congratulations. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Cindy, can I pray for you? Amen, Pastor. I want to pray for, this is for partnership. I want to pray for you for God to bless you. I want to agree. Let us agree together as we are praying for her. There shall be financial breakthroughs. Financial breakthrough, financial breakthroughs. Even for all partners. Let God do what he promised. We are doing our part. Let God do. God must do his part. Hallelujah. Amen. Just stretch your hands towards you right now and pray for her. In the name of the Lord. Jesus Christ. Let's soak the Holy Spirit into the blood of Jesus. Into the fire of the Holy Spirit. 
and we soak all their finances, everything, Lord, into the blood of Jesus, into the fire of the Holy Spirit. Blessings, blessings, let be blessings, let there be blessings. Mandarava Sotoroboshiandaravayade. Yes, let all your promises, Father, come to pass. Yes. Yes. Yay! Just turn around three times, the power of God is falling on you there. that you have been ever besought, everyone, Lord, remember there. Remember there. Multiply their seeds. Multiply their harvests. I command as I trigger the harvest. Let there be harvest. Harvest of Father. Harvest of Father. As a normal leg. Normal leg. All partners, yes. Oh, I don't know. What are you feeling there? Whatever it is. Amen, Pastor. I feel as if there's a force pushing me backwards, and I'm losing balance. Mm. That force, there it is. <laughs> That force. Mm. Mm. Somebody's just feeling heavy there. The cloud is intensifying. And blaze. Wherever you are right now, Mandorobo Shikuria Baba 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 Baba. The cloud is intensifying wherever you are. You just close your eyes. Some of you raise up your hands as you are closing your eyes. Let the Lord's goodness begin to bless you wherever you are. Mandorobo siandarabayanderebo. Mandarabashiandarabayanderebo yanda. Yes. Yes, Lord. I say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Mm. Mm. That is the blessing of the Lord. 
the blessing shall manifest in every sectors of our lives. Somebody's hands now, I can feel electricity there. Electricity there. Somebody's hands are becoming hot right now. Mm. Jesus. Parabasotoroboshi andaraba. Kenderoboshi andaraba yande. Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 Lord. Mandaraba sotorobo yanda. Andaraba. Yeteleboshi andaraba sotorobo yandaraba. Holy Ghost move with signs and wonders with the blessing. Mm. In the name of Jesus. What are you feeling there? Hmm. I mean, Pastor, I feel so deep like my body is just deep. Hmm. <laughs> the blessing anointing. The blessing. No more stagnation, no more stagnation, no more problems. Joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. Joy! Joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. Joy and peace in the Holy Ghost right now. Joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. Wherever you are, just receive every blessing from His presence. Claim every victory from His presence. Every victory from His presence. In Jesus' name. Let us share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. In the name of Jesus. I want to say to you, have a blessed night in Jesus' name. Bye. Feeding their faith, they've been going to the doctors and doctors.
told them that this sickness cannot be healed. This problem cannot be solved. No! It is time to spend the time with God, to spend the time in the word of God so that your faith can do what? Can grow. Amen. Amen. And the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. The more you hear what God has done, the more you hear what God is doing, the more your faith is doing what is growing bigger and bigger. I remember there was a time when I was saying that there are some stuff that you cannot watch. Some stuff, they are contagious. You know, there are some stuff you cannot just watch and you remain the same. It is impossible. If you go and you find some people who are eating some nice food and you are there eating, they are eating. Those people are eating nice food. Even though you are not hungry, you might begin to feel hungry even though you are not even hungry. Sometimes you might even begin to feel like you want to eat, even though before you never told yourself you want to do what? You want to eat. Amen. That's why when you expose yourself to an Elizabeth and you see the testimony of Elizabeth, you begin to see what God has done, what God is doing. I'm telling you, your desire and your faith is developing and growing and preparing you for your what? For your supernatural encounter. Hallelujah. Amen. The more you are watching, the more you go like, also me, I will drive. Mm. Also me, I will work. Mm. That's why when you are seeing some people's testimony, don't be jealous. Don't go like I will not read it. Mm. Don't go like I will not listen to it. Listen to it. Let it feed you. As the more it feeds you, your faith is growing. Your faith is getting ready. And sooner or later, you will be carrying your Isaac. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Sooner or later, you will be what? You will be carrying your Isaac. Say, I will carry my Isaac. I will carry my Isaac. By fire, by force. By fire, by force. You know, one time I put one of my friends who was not getting a job to my to the WhatsApp group, and my friend was watching testimonies. My friend was reading. My friend, sooner or later, the job that he wanted, it was knocking on his door. Even today, the rest is the history. My friend is working. I did to my spiritual sons, I put them there. The more I knew that testimonies are contagious. Mm. I knew that there's this stuff they cannot listen to and nothing happens to their life. Sooner or later, I'm telling you, many people, after they have watched some people's miracle, they have received their miracle and things are happening. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. 
that's why I'm saying that keep on feeding yourself with the word of God. Mm. Keep on feeding yourself with those testimonies. Sometimes it seems like nothing is happening. Don't worry. Get your Elizabeth. Mm. Get your what? Your Elizabeth. Mm. And let me tell you something. Sometimes when you begin to see the miracle that God has done a miracle for somebody who's close to you, it you know what it means? It means that God is just next door. Okay. God is not very far. You are very, very close. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You are very, very what? You are very, very, very close. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Say fire. I remember the last time just before I buy my car. I was not even planning to buy a car that time. But when I begin to hear after prayer, ah, uh, Umbe is buying a new car, beautiful car. Somebody is buying a new car after prayer. After I, I begin to believe on my own. Amen. So now, later, God has changed my story. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Testimonies are what? Are, are contagious. contagious. Sometimes when Hagar is becoming pregnant, it is your own prophecy. God is trying to show that if I can do it for Hagar, I can do it for you. If I can do it for... I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. He's showing you that if I can do it for Elizabeth, I can do it for what? For you. Because what God wanted to do for Mary, it was impossible because for the first time, a lady who did not know a man was about to become pregnant. That's why he was doing an Elizabeth miracle. Hallelujah. Amen. May God give you an Elizabeth miracle in Jesus' name. Amen. An Elizabeth miracle sometimes is not a miracle of your own. It's a miracle which is happening next door. Mm. It's a miracle that is happening close to you, helping you to believe for your own Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. It's just that when God is blessing Elizabeth with a John, don't be jealous. Mm. Don't be jealous. Don't criticize Elizabeth. Mm. I don't know when I'm talking to somebody. Amen. Thank God for the miracle of Elizabeth. Sometimes, hey, worship God by for this miracle. So a seed to this miracle and say, oh God, I'm just believing what you have done for Elizabeth. You will do it for me. Amen. And so now later you will be celebrating in Jesus' name. Amen. When the Bible says that being fully persuaded that God has power to do what he has promised. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Being what? Fully persuaded. Amen. You know, when you reach this level, don't worry what.
what is happening around you. Mm. Don't worry about what you see. Don't even check your clock. Don't even check your time. Your time doesn't matter. You know that God who has said it will do what he oh, will do it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm saying to you, God, you have said it will do what? We he will do, do it. Amen. As long as you are sure that this is his voice, as long as you are sure that it is God who have done what? Who have said. That's all you have to make sure. And how do you make sure that? When you make sure that you are living in his presence. Amen. You are making sure you familiarize yourself with the word of God. Through, first of all, with the written word of God. That word of God, it will be preparing you so, so, so that even when God speaks, you can be able to recognize this word. This is God who has spoken. It is not a demon. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Because by this time, you know the voice of God. You know when God speaks. Mm. Can we go to the book of Hebrews chapter 6? Verse number 18. The Bible says that God did this so that by this two unchangeable thing, in which it is impossible for God to lie. Are you getting this one? Amen. Amen. The Bible says what it is impossible for what? For oh, God, God to lie. lie. If it is God who have said it, stick with it. Stand with it. Don't change your mind. Don't go to Amen. a Sangoma. Some people, when when they're waiting, they, they can't wait. They say, oh, God is taking longer. God is taking... It doesn't matter. If God has said it, it doesn't matter. You know, you are fully persuaded will do what he will do it. It will happen. Amen. Amen. I will work. Can you say I will work? I will work. I will drive. I will drive. I will have a better car. I will have a better car. My situation will change. My situation will change. Hallelujah. Amen. From verse number 22 of chapter 16. The least of you will become a thousand, the smallest a mighty nation. I am the Lord in its time, I will do this swiftly. In its time, the Lord is saying, I will do what? I, I will, will make it happen. I will do it in, in the right time. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. In the right time, it will do what? It will happen. And when it is the time of God for it to happen, for God to do it, no demon can stop it. Amen. No witch can stop it. Amen. No sangoma can do what? Can, can stop, stop it. it. 
No, I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. When you are what? When you are fully persuaded. Hallelujah. Amen. Say fire. The word of God tonight is saying that also as Abraham was fully persuaded. Be fully persuaded. Reach to the level where you trust God with the whole of your heart. Amen. You trust him in such a way that it doesn't matter what you see. Mm. It doesn't matter what you hear. It matters what you have promised. Amen. It matters what you have said. Hallelujah. Amen. When you are reach this level, you are God's man. Let me tell you, a man of God like Job was like that. Mm. The Bible said that Job, it came the time that he was attacked. As Job was attacked, when he was under attack, the Bible said that the wife was not fully persuaded. Hmm. The wife said that, hey, case you are going to die, this is too much because children were dead. The richest men in the East will become a poor rest. Things were very bad. Hmm. And they, there was, case you are going to die. But Job said that, no, must we only worship God when everything is going well? Must we only when must we only glorify God when everything is going well? Said no matter what, I will worship God. Mm. No matter what, there is nothing that will stop me from doing what from, from worshiping, worshiping God. God. I will worship Him in good time. I will worship Him in bad time. No matter what happens, I will not turn back. Can you say I will not turn back? I will not turn back. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. You must reach this level where nothing can separate you from God. Whether things are going well, whether things, no matter what, you must reach a level where you're not going to do what. You will not turn your back unto Jehovah. Because actually, sometimes when God is taking time, he wants to find out how faithful are you. Because it is, it is easy to worship God when everything is going well. It is easy to tell him you are a great God after a miracle. But it is something else when you have to wait. When 25 years is passing, other people are carrying their children. When other people are going to their work, other people they have got this and that, and you, they are saying there is nothing to show. It, it is. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. But that is the time that you can prove to God and you can show to God that I love you. What? No matter what, I'm not loving you because of a job. I'm not loving you because of what you can do. I love you because you are more than love. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible said that Job's 
through that time and you go like I know my Redeemer live. Mm. Even though even his health was deteriorating, there was nothing to show. But Job said, I know what? I know my Redeemer live. And the Bible said that at the end of the day, Job, God restored double in the life of Job. Everything that you have lost, Job received what? A double. I'm saying to you tonight, you are about to receive a double, double in Jesus' name. Amen. Wake after when you have proved to God that I can be trustworthy. I love you no matter what. What you are about to receive, it will be double than what you have lost. Amen. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Amen. Amen. But you need to be fully persuaded that there is no any other God more than this. Mm. You must be fully persuaded there is no any demon I will ever worship. Amen. You, you must reach a level where there is no option in your mind that you can ever go to a Sangoma. Mm. There is no any other option that you will, you will take off your eyes from Jehovah. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. And when you begin to do these things, God begins to be so proud of you that look at my son, look at my daughter. Because also, Job was doing all, God was doing all these things for a show off to the devil. Mm. To say devil, because first of all, how it all started, it all started when God was saying to the devil, have you considered my servant Job? Mm. There is no one like him in the face of the earth. There is nobody like him. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Can God trust you so much? Can God be so proud of you? Eh? Mm. I don't know whether you, I'm talking to somebody. Can he be so proud of you? You must reach a level where you are what? God can be so proud of you. Mm. And say that I know this one is a true believer. I know no matter what, this one won't disappoint me. This one won't reject me. And he can see you standing no matter what. Mm. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 No matter what. Mm. And you go like, I'm not going to only stand because there is money in my bank account. Mm. I'm not going to stand for God because things are going well. Amen. God becomes to be proud of you when you stand, even though men in the situation where many could not stand. Many mm. could have rejected him, but you did not. Like Meshach. Shadrach and Abednego. The Bible says that when they are about to be thrown into the fire, the fire was heated seven times. And the Bible says that, the Bible says that Meshach, Shadrach and Abednego said that we're not going to worship this image. Even if our God does not show up, we don't care whether if we die, we die for him. Mm. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. When they're saying if we die, we die for it. Jehovah showed up inside the fire. There was a fourth man in the fire. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm saying to you, I don't know what is your fire that you are going through. Mm. I don't know the problem that you are going through. But I'm saying to you.
to you, Jehovah, is about to show up. Amen. This man is about to show up. Amen. It's about to be a miracle that the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel in Jesus' name. Amen. Say, let there be a turnaround. Let there be a turnaround. In my life. In my life. In my family, in my career, in my career, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Because of time, begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray. Kora baye, mayanta kifusta tapa yete libaya, mayandara baye nduru, mayakata la basundara baye, mayandara basoto rubu yandara bayandara bayandere bu, para baye, sukoto rubu yandara bayandere bu. Mandala basunduru buyandirebu. Yes, oh Father. Help me to be fully persuaded. Help us to be fully, fully persuaded. Harabaye ketele bahaya. Mandala basunduru buyandirebu. Mandala Bazunduru Bushyandara Bayande Mayandala Bazundara Bayande Mantaka Basuntalaba Rakia Basuntalabasundala Bayandurivu Mandala Bazundaraba Mayanduru Bushyatalabayandurubu Arabasunduru buyandaraba, mayandala basundaraba yandirebo, manta kapasha talabaya. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, today. Of course, like I said, I went to the miracle service at the clinic. I was preaching there. It was so wonderful. Many people gave their life to Christ. Then there was this other lady. She was in pain. As she was in pain, as she was prayed for, she was surprised that she was healed instantly. She could not believe it. Everybody was amazed. Ah, this lady just got healed like that. But that time she was free just like that. Then something hit me. And I remember, ah. I remember, and the Lord said that if many people can see this, their life will never be the same. If many people can see this, their life cannot be the same. 
Then I remember the hospital experience that we usually have when we go there to have a miracle service and we see many people getting healed and all that. The hospital experience that we see. That many people who saw those things, their life will never be the same. I remember when I was in Musina, I will t- I will take the people from church and I will take them to have that experience and they saw people getting healed. And their life will never will never be the will never the same. No wonder after this the training they've gone through after what they saw with their own eyes you know they begin to be people of great faith great faith it's the same thing that jesus christ did with his disciples after all that peter saw after all the other disciples saw their life could not be the same anymore imagine seeing the dead Lazarus coming back to life. Imagine seeing the son of Jairus coming back to life. Imagine. Imagine seeing the Lord walking on top of water with his own eyes. At the first hand, their life were not the same after all they saw. Sometimes we have to see some stuff. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Then, yes, very soon the the lockdown in the hospital is going to be lifted up. Once it's lifted up, some of the people, yes, will go and have that experience and you see these things at the first hand. We see these things when God is doing it live at the hospital. To perform a miracle at church is easy. When you're performing a miracle at church, it's easy. Everybody believes. Everybody knows this is pastor. This is who this has happened. But when you go to the place like hospital, that's why not many people can go to the hospital. Because when you go there, nobody knows you most of the time. Nobody knows who you are. They don't even. Be, they were not even expecting you. They're not even believing for it. And when a miracle happened there, when some people who does. You don't even have time to preach for 30 minutes. Sometimes it's just a two-minute sermon that you have to preach, and after that you pray and a miracle happens. And that's why we say that at the hospital, and we see them getting out of the bed. When you have that experience, it will it changes your life. I remember last year, I wanted God to do something for for my wife, and I say, okay, when I go to the hospital, begin to go with me. She didn't know, she, but that time when you go to the hospital, she did not go to the hospital. But from that day, I said, no, we're going to be going together. I want you to see what you, what's going to be happening there. I want you to, I, I remember 
when I begin to go to the hospital, 20, around 2011, 2012, I used to go with them. But after years, we'd not go together. So let us go together. And she began to see miracles happening. She began to see miracles happening. It changes her life. Very soon, that year, herself was getting her own job. Miraculously. Amen. Many people, after you take them there, their faith changes exponentially. Changes exponentially. I'm telling you, many people who I have taken to the hospital, really, and they've gone there several times, their life will never, I'm sure their life will never be the same with what they have sown. So, unstaged miracles, unfake, because like today when we're praying for that lady at the clinic, of course we found her at the clinic, the people were there, they, were like, they could tell that we did not come with this lady, we did not know the, it is their lady they were they were with her. We left her with her. But God did this just to show that it's the raw power. You know, sometimes when somebody, like most of the people, when they are reading the testimony on the Facebook, maybe they go like, ah, really? Is this true? Ah, ah, does it happen? They doubt, they allow the devil to, to tell them what to, to believe and they doubt. So maybe these things are being fabricated and all that. That's why. Whereas this, I can tell you 100% of the what is what you read, what you see, whatever it is, none of it is staged. If we reported, we reported less, not much more than what is we are supposed to report. But most of the time, God does more. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. He does more and we report less. And we don't exaggerate. If there is no testimony, we don't write a testimony. If there is a testimony, we're just going to write what you have done. Sometimes... Sometimes some of the things words cannot explain, express it. You try to write what happened. Yes, you realize, okay, words cannot really express what happened. Then some of the things, it will really affect you when you have seen it yourself. When you were there and you saw it, it affects you much. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Sometimes you have to see the expression of Bartimaeus when he's celebrating that he can see, when he's jumping, when he's dancing, when he's happy. And that smile of Bartimaeus who could not see, who thought I was going to die blind, it changes you. I remember there was this lady, she was following over the, the WhatsApp and Facebook. Then one time when we said that we are going to Musina for a miracle service, she said, I want to be there. I was like, what? You want to be there? I said, yes, I'm going to go. Then she makes sure that she account, she, she go to Musina like that. That was, uh, was it, was it last year, was it last year or this year, January? That was last year, Maputi, right? I think, I think it was last year, if not this year early. 
Makuti, uh, but but that time she already she was blessed with a job, but she was suffering from HIV. She was suffering from HIV. I prayed for her this other time, and it came back positive. But she went to Musina. For the first time, she seen me. Oh, she saw how glorious the service was, how powerful the service was. After that, oh, I can tell now she's fully persuaded. Two months later, she was prayed for. The results are now coming HIV negative. Because you have seen. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Amen. You have seen. There are some stuff after when you have seen them. It will, it will change your faith. It will change your belief. It will change the way you do things with God. It will make you to be Some of the things you need to see it. Some of the things you need to see it. You need to see it. There was a certain lady, she was looking for a job. Then, actually before this lady, I know this other young man who was looking for a, for a job so much, nothing could work. Nothing could work. And I said, okay. She said, I want to, he said, I want to come that time. I said, oh, come. I want to pray. I will pray for you. I've prayed for him over the phone. Previous year, he was prayed for over the phone. He got an internship that now he was looking for a real job. And he had been trying for more than six months. Nothing could work. When he come, I, uh, I begin to have time to him to give him the word. That was um, this year. I said, okay, plant a seed for this. Okay, we plant a seed. We prayed. And I told him, after this, I'm telling you, you are going to work. Oh, after that, about two to three weeks, about four to five interviews. Four to five interviews, just following one another. Four to five interviews. And I said that he was going to get a job of what he studied because he did mining engineering. And this guy, this young man, even though he did mining engineering, then some of the interviews were not even related to mining engineering. But I said, you, the prophecy said that you will get the job of what you have studied. At the end of the day, he got, he's in the mine now. Amen. Some of the things you have to see. Some of the things you have to see them. Once you see, it will really, really change your life. It will really, really change your faith. It will really, really change. Like there was this, there was this young man. I'm just telling you stories now. But I'm telling you, you are not hearing this for nothing. As I'm talking about these things are happening in your life. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Most of the places, if I want to perform miracles, this is what I do. This is the real thing. If, if you, I don't know, I don't. Let me not talk much, but let me just tell you about this young man's story. Amen. This young man, one time, God said that go on Sunday and just preach in the street. I went there and preach. He came with his friend. He just stopped there and I pray for them. 
the following day, this man is coming from, the friend is, both of them are coming from Malawi. The friend got a job from nowhere. He, they could not believe it the following day. The friend got a job from nowhere. Then, and this man, he can't even speak English. He's from Malawi. He does not even have long time coming from Malawi. And he got prayer. He got a job. And I don't even know how they are communicating because this man, he cannot speak English. But because it's a miracle, he got a job, he's working, he's working. And the other one begin now to be committed. And I took him to the hospital. When I took him to the hospital, he was seeing miracles there now. His faith changed. He will bring people to the service. People were just getting jobs like this. From all of them, because all of them, you know, they all of them they are coming from Malawi. All of them they are, they were just getting jobs after getting jobs, and he was following just like that. It happens this year at the beginning of this year, and he saw people getting healed at the hospital. His faith changed. So now later he was telling me that oh, past even him by that time he was now getting this begin to get jobs. He begin to get jobs also, until he got the last job. Where they say that yeah, I've been called, I want to go to Durban. I've got, I've been called to go to Durban this time. It was so sad for me because he was gonna be, you know, I I took him as my right hand man now. Where I'm going to the hospital, he will be there. Uh, he was gonna be there. And he was so sad. He get the job. He went to Durban, but things were happening for him because of what he have saw. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Imagine going with the pastor to the hospital, you see people bedridden, after that they are standing up from one bed to another, and you see that pastor did not buy these people. Pastor did not bribe these people. It is just happening like that. Then that's why I'm saying that a big miracle service that I enjoy, let's I hear somebody I'm healed over the phone and all that, but the biggest miracles that I enjoy is when I'm seeing 3D, full 3D. <laughs> Amen. You are seeing these people live. You are seeing the following week you go to that hospital. You see them discharged. Amen. They went back home. Hallelujah. Amen. Then your faith becomes too strong because of what you have seen. Then sometimes, yes, you hear some of the things. Sometimes you read. But sometimes you have to see some stuff firsthand. You have to see. Sometimes not only to see, you have to touch. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You have to see. Wow. I want to say to you, congratulations. You are about to have a fair. You are about to see some stuff in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. These are the things that God is going to do around us. You will see it will affect your faith. Amen. It's going to affect your faith. You're going to believe so much. You are going to be a great believer. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.
Can you say my life is blessed? My life is blessed. My family is blessed. Our careers are blessed. Our countries are blessed. In the name of Jesus. Lastly, you know, when when you are working to working together, I want us to be to be serious with these things. I'm that kind of a person. I want you to be serious about these things. Be serious with these things. Hallelujah. Amen. When you are serious, use what you God he wants you to be serious for is more than what words can explain and express. Amen. It is out of this world. That's why I want when I see somebody begin to you know, begin to take these things loudly. I go like, ah, what? Huh? We're just in the introduction, and now this person now has begun to lose interest in this walk with God. I said, what is this? I want us to be serious. Because greater things than this God want to do for us. Hallelujah. Amen. And I want to say to us, I've never actually said this, but um, end of the month, I'll be going to, I've told that the, the day that I was talking with the people in Musina, I was so excited. I begin promising them that end of the month, I will be in Musina. Then I will be there in Musina end of this month. And I want to say to you, to those who, who want to support that trip, continue to do it. It's going to be heaven on earth, heaven on earth. Those two days, I don't, I don't want to say much. Even when I'm there, it is for us because also when I, when I see their faith, it, it does something for to me. Those people, when I see their faith, their, their, their commitment, and I see, I, I don't come, I don't. It's, it's, it becomes a revival to me. I don't come back the same when I go to that place. God have used me there to do many things in Musina, many, many, many things. People. That hospital, there's every word I know many that miracle has happened there. Many, many miracles, each and every word, if I stand on those words, even though I'm not going to be able to, maybe because of these lockdowns and everything. But just to be in Musina, I've seen, I've had many, I've seen things there when I'm there. Because I've spent four years of my life in that place. I've preached every day in that clinic before I go to work. I've preached in their radio station every day before I go to work. I've gone to the to to the to have a miracle service sometimes every weekend on that hospital then. And I've got lots and lots of services. Then I've seen a lot in those places. And that's why I say that for me to be there. If I go there, my life changes. I become stronger in Christ. But I want to say to you, may God bless you. Let us hear the grace this morning. Say may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. Be with us 